You're listening to a podcast from 702. I asked the question earlier on about how if you are alone during this lockdown, are you suddenly feeling more alone and single due to the lockdown? I was reading up about Sam Smith and he admitted that they freaked out about being single uh, when the coronavirus lockdown started in the UK. So he was in a serious relationship for some time and it ended um, uh, in 2018 and he revealed that he immediately turned to uh, dating apps when the restrictions were imposed and he says it's you know it's it's not a good path it's a dangerous path to go down on uh, because you get attached to uh, someone and you form quarantine relationships over the phone it's a dangerous path so while this lockdown may be testing couples relationships single people are being tested in their own way and Sam Smith speaking up about their experience is um I think allows and gives other people permission to acknowledge as well some of the the things they've gone through in this time. Over the past couple of weeks, we have been speaking to uh, Nikki Bush as we bring you conversations on how to win at work and life during COVID-19. She's a human potential and parenting expert. Um, And I thought, okay, maybe we should focus on the experience of single people. If you are alone during this lockdown, how have you coped? What's the experience? been like what's been most stressful and how have you found relief good afternoon nikki good afternoon azania oh i think uh we have focused quite a lot on um you know couples on families and so on but neglected the person who's at home who is in lockdown all by themselves so um th- 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 there could be a number of reasons why someone could find themselves alone during this lockdown could it, uh, lockdown couldn't they Yes, and there are many different uh, scenarios playing out here. You could be, say, like me, a widow or a widower. Mm -hmm. So you've lost your partner and you've got nobody to go through this experience with in in the flesh. And that is a very strange experience. You know, there's actually a very big difference between being lonely and a sense of aloneness. Right. So let's look at that uh, because some might feel alone and or (laughs) <laughs> lonely. Yes. And and this would apply to divorcees, people mm-hmm. who maybe just come out of a relationship, as you were mentioning with Sam Smith. Uh it, it can apply to people who've just retired uh and you know are no longer part of a big group anymore. Um all of these are there's separation involved. And um to, just just to explain how that feels, mm-hmm. you know when you get into a car after a, a dinner or a braai, if you're a couple or a family <laughs> and you're driving home, yeah. there's that banter um about just commentary, just just small talk around what happened, who was there, what were they wearing, uh, did you hear this, did you hear that? Mm. Suddenly there is none of that. Mm-hmm. You actually drive home in your car and you think, but there's no one to share this memory with. Mm-hmm. There's nobody to recount the day with. There's nobody to share your hopes, dreams and fears with. Mm. And, of course, loneliness is one of the big big fears that we carry around with us as human beings. It's a massive um, contributor to our sense of happiness because Mm -hmm. we are social beings and we like to be connected. And then there's also that situation where, and I I woke up 
about a year ago. Um, so I'd been a widow for about a year. Mm-hmm. And I had to go off and give a presentation at a big accounting firm in Woodmead. And to beat the traffic pre-COVID days, <laughs> to beat <laughs> yeah. the traffic, yeah. I was at, at crack of dawn and leaving my house by quarter past six. Mm-hmm. So it was dark. It was winter. And I remember waking up and thinking to myself, hmm, my, my bed was unmade. I was busy, you know, showering, dressing, doing my makeup and my hair. And I looked at my bed and I thought, my goodness, if I don't make that bed this morning, who will know? <laughs> yeah. I had no partner here. I had my, mm. my domestic helper wasn't coming in that day. Who would know? And I remember musing over this, and it was such an interesting dynamic. Uh, I decided that I would make my bed because it was about giving my energy leadership. Yes. It, it was about giving my energy direction. And this is a big challenge. When you have a big family and lots of people depending on you every day and now we're in lockdown, if you've got lots of people around you and you've got to cook and all those things, mm-hmm. as much as you're tired and drained, you have a purpose. You have to get up in the morning. People are relying on you to get up. I love that point, Nikki. I love it so much because um, when, as you say, when there are others around, we will cook, we will clean the house and so on. But then when you're alone, you will leave that cup. You'll, you know, some people, you'd even sleep on the couch. And if you look at our markers around self-care, they kind of all just drop down a notch or two, you know, um, because the other people serve as someone to be accountable to. The meals are lonely, so maybe you're eating alone, so maybe you don't do the usual rituals around a meal that you would if there were other people. Even just the quality of what you cook might not be the way you would if you were sharing it with somebody else. 100% 100% accurate. There's no reason to cook a decent meal. You can just get pre-cooked meals. You can eat toast and egg if you like. Yeah. Um, no reason to get up, get up in the morning. There's no purpose. Mm. And so some of the challenges about being single and alone right now are the fact that you could be bored a lack of variety. Mm -hmm. You get stuck in front of the television. I've spoken to a number of people who are single over this time and television is massive. You can binge watch. Of course, I mean, the upside is you can watch what you like. (laughs) (laughs) No one to consult, yes. (laughs) No one to share the TV with, so it's all up to you. Yes. The problem is that you can fall very much out of routine if you allow yourself to. Mm. And you mentioned lack of self-care. So that includes... There is a tendency to, and I can speak, you know, from experience here, to overwork. Mm-hmm. That you can spend more hours working because there's nobody here to connect with. Um, so work is a form of solace and and connection, actually, and a form of control. Mm-hmm. And one does need to, in effect, in a way, create rituals to signify the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and give your brain a signal that it's time to stop. Um, I actually did a very interesting interview with Sue Fullergood, who's an, uh, an expert physiotherapist with a deep interest in mind body connection. Mm-hmm. And she was talking to me about the fact that little rituals, just like when you spit your toothpaste out and you watch it go down the basin, through, you know, down the plug and watch it go with the water round and round and round. That is like unwinding and a signal that it's the end of the day. Mm. And we have 
themselves these signals. It's really important. But there's another thing here, as in if you if you look at people who are grandparents right now, who can't get to their children, whose children may be overseas, they're not going to be able to see their children maybe for up to a year. There's a lot of fear around being alone. And we have to actually acknowledge that fear before we can deal with it to actually say, I am actually scared and list all of the things that you're scared of. Mm. And and then, you know, obviously looking for solutions, we're looking at things like finding a purpose. So how can you help others right now? Mm-hmm. How could you maybe mentor people if you're in that kind of a situation or position? Uh, what about collecting things for charity? Now, I, I know my mum, for example, is an interior decorator. Her business right now, as much as she's got a lot of business, she can't do it. Yes. She can't operate. Yeah. So she's now, turned, and she's very social. And to keep in touch with people, she's now doing charitable work and collecting, you know, making food and collecting food from others um, for soup kitchens. Mm. So she's finding her way to create social um, structure. Mm-hmm. And we need to put appointments in our diaries. You know, to have that diary that has nothing in it, there's no purpose in that, even if it means making appointments to read stories to grandchildren virtually on Skype or mm-hmm. on Zoom. Mm-hmm. And there's some fun things to do. You can actually, and I had, I was on a, a Zoom meeting last night. So if you are um, a professional person, belong to an association. We had an exco meeting of the Speakers Association last night, and everybody was tasked with wearing a hat. <laughs> and the first 30 seconds were about explaining why you chose that hat. Mm. And it was actually such a wonderful way to connect. If you were in a family, maybe it's everyone dresses up with something red. Mm. Got to find ways of connecting with each other over this time that are a little bit fun and light. Yes. And having a group cook off is actually a really fun thing to do as well. Oh, via a virtual group cook off. Okay, that's a nice idea. But before we so we, we carry on with the. Rest. With the other ideas, let me just look at uh, some of the messages. We have quite a few voice notes. Uh, Abel, will you ready those? Um, Nikki Archie says, I started working from home a month before lockdown, uh, but I had flexibility to step out, go to gym, soccer, etc. The first two months of lockdown were really bad. I think maybe means weeks, um, headaches and cabin fever. Things got better from week three, mostly due to my workload and overall adjusting. So as, as a person who's on the own. That's his um, experience. And then Dasleho says day 34 alone Azania. Cooking skills perfected um, never used to um, enjoy my food but this uh, changed and um, I'm exercising the exercising definitely intensified and long working hours um, and flexibility helps. So echoing what you were saying, the tendency to really just throw yourself into your work. Um, let's take a listen to this voice note as well. Hi, Azza. I hope you're well. Just to speak to your question, I'm currently isolating alone. I'm in a relationship and my partner is in Johannesburg and I'm in Cape Town. But I love, I love it. I love it. I've been cooking, baking, drawing, just doing everything because I honestly feel like it's given me my life back. The number of hours that I have now in a day <laughs> to myself compared to when I actually have to go to the office yeah, love it. Ah, thank you for that voice note. Solitude works for for some, right? Some people can, do thrive in that solitude. 
They do. And I think we all have a need to pull back and withdraw from time to time. Some people need it more than others. And I think the real extroverts are battling right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people who get energy from a lot of other people. So it's about creating those opportunities for yourself online. And as I mentioned earlier, one can do this cooking together thing where you choose one recipe and um, both parties on either end of WhatsApp are cooking <laughs> the same thing a glass of wine in hand and chatting away. <laughs> or I've, I know whole families who've done this where three or four different families are having like a family cook-off um, virtually, really fun stuff. And then um, belonging to groups, like for example, 50plusskills.co.za. This is for people who are older than 50. Um, you can be just over 50 or you can be way over 50. And uh, that that really is an amazing organization. Um to connect with in terms of where to take your second half of your life and where to take your skills in the second half of your life. And they're being very proactive at the moment with regular coffee mornings Mm. and regular happy hours. In fact, I'm going to attend one of their happy hours tomorrow (laughs) evening, Thursday evening. Your diary diary is full, Nikki. (laughs) It's a a really, it's it's an organization with purpose. where you can find kindred spirits. And then there's, I'm being asked to speak, and, and the, this can all be done virtually now, mm, of course, you know. Mm. Uh, the University of the Third Age, um, they offer talks about all sorts of things, um, just about for free, I think. And uh, I'm speaking for them on the 6th of May at 6 o'clock in the evening. Right. Um, and they will have hundreds of people online for me to speak to. Oh. So. Your diary is packed. It's absolutely packed. (laughs) And at least you've given uh, uh, our single listeners a sense of what they can do. I love those ideas. And there's so many different perspectives. Uh, Let me just read those out quickly. Lerato says, uh, this topic breaks my heart. At the end of last year, I left my marriage and sent my kids to live with my mother while I pick up the pieces. So this lockdown has compounded the feelings of loneliness because I'm all alone. I'd given myself six months to myself before I can start uh, dating but three weeks ago I signed up on dating apps because I long for that a human connection. I miss being part of a unit. And that's Lerato's experience amidst quite a variety there. But Nikki, um, will direct our listeners to your site, nikkibosch.com for all those fantastic ideas on uh, what you can do, of course, to at least alleviate the stresses that come with being alone during the lockdown. We'll all experience it differently. That was human potential expert and parenting expert, Nikki Bush, nikkibosch.com.